Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. By now, you certainly know that Instagram is a social media platform that is arguably the most important platform to establish your brand and business as we head into the future. Understanding that growing a following is simply what the world tells you is important, but in actuality is purely vanity with very little results. And that's why we have come to really appreciate and endorse Michelle Berman with the Instagram Power Method, who teaches you how to actually connect with ideal clients and attract them to you without having to sell. Michelle comes from a place of practicing what she preaches, as she has built her business 100% through organic Instagram leads. Everything is rooted in sales psychology and conversation based on tapping into the brains of your ideal client. Vanity metrics are for, well, vanity. Go connect with Michelle today. Check out PowerMethodMasterclass.com. That's PowerMethodMasterclass.com and be prepared to change your business's life. We are back for episode number 55 of the Social Genius Podcast brought to you by Drunk on Social. And this week, we've got a uh, unique guest. We're going to start bringing on some guests who are practitioners that are in the trenches, that are working their asses off, that have taken our advice. They're good friends, usually, of the platform, and they are doing the things that we teach and we want them to share with you because you know what? You always hear from us and you know myself and Tristan. So it's good to hear from other real people because Tristan isn't real. He's a robot and um, I'm just his butler. So what, dude? I'm a robot. You're my butler. I love that. What is that's nuts. That is a nut. I love that. I need a raise too, by the way. Oh, shit. Okay. So let's welcome to the show, Tristan, Daniel Sala, which we were just talking offline. And so Daniel is in the mortgage business. Don't leave yet. That doesn't make him a bad person. And uh, he just recently went through a, a change in company, which all real estate agents are very familiar with because everybody does it like every couple of years. And so Daniel, you, we've been watching you kind of evolve and progress over the last year or so, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what your social media game kind of looks like today. And we'll, we'll ask you questions along the way. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, same story, you know, um, been in the business for, Gosh, I think February was 19 years. So started when I was like about 22, um, about to turn 42. Um, done pretty much everything from subprime to new construction. Um, you know, worked for big banks, uh, in-house uh, lenders for big new construction companies, and then you know, just as just recently. Um, local net branches and now i'm back with uh with loan depot so you know that's basically a real quick background um and then with social media um it's kind of one of those things where to be honest it was uh you know i 
I, I started getting into it with Clubhouse, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, I, I kind of did a, uh, a uh, like a social media boot camp. And then that kind of led to another 90 day challenge that it was kind of like, let's see how much, you know, let's see if consistent posting um, and basically just having a regular schedule, how will that affect business, number one? And also, uh, you know, will that it, Will that uh, will that uh, build out my audience and then also increase engagement with with a lot of the post? And um, surprisingly enough, when you're consistent on posting and you know it, it's it's stuff people want to hear, um, you know you'll 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 grow that that audience pretty quickly. And uh, it took me about a good six months of just everyday posting every week posting as much as I could, um, you know, four or five videos a week, every day posting some stories on, onto, you know, onto, uh, Instagram. And, um, you know, that was when I actually started getting calls from agents saying, Hey, I see your stuff all over the place. You know, I have, I have my cousin that wants to, you know, buy a house or, Hey, is it cool if I send you a couple of leads? And I mean, that's always a good thing, right? <laughs> Getting business without actually having to, to, to go out into the, the offices. Um, and then I actually started getting people that would always watch my stuff, asking me questions in, in the DMs. And then, you know, that led to, you know, one to two deals here. And then, you know, now it's a lot of the communication I get is, is in the DMs, um, you know, in Instagram. Mm. And, and do uh, you... Do you purposefully ask for people to DM you or do they just reach out? No, I think it's, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's, I, I usually try to end um, videos or, or, you know, lives or whatever I do with, you know, I'm always here to help just reach out. And mm -hmm. I think that's, I feel like DMs for a lot of people is like a non-commitment, right? It's like, Hey, I can shoot it out there. And if you mm -hmm. read it, if not, no harm, no foul type of thing. Um, I feel like it's, it's a real informal way to communicate. It's, it's almost kind of like, you know, liking and commenting on someone's post, but you know, kind of private. So <laughs> they don't, you know, not everyone sees it. Uh, cause there are some people that have reached out to me and they're like, you know, uh, I had, I had one guy, it was just like, you know, you would never think, you know, on a social that, that, that he had, you know, credit issues, but yeah, he was like, Hey, this is where my score is at. What can I do? And Daniel, so, yeah. I thought that was a private conversation, buddy. My bad. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to name names. I'm joking. I'm I wasn't going to name names. Oh, shit. Well, now you told everybody that I reached out to you. Come on. Right? <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's it's it took a while. And and I, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, well, if it, you know, if I don't that day get 15 calls or 15 requests to do something that it was a waste of a day, you know, filming video or editing or doing whatever. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's like any other lead that we have right now, you know, any cold lead takes six to nine months. And I feel like that's kind of the spot that it took me, you know, it took me about six to nine months to start seeing an improvement in business. So let me ask you this. You, you, you said you started with clubhouse. So that, that puts us at, uh, what a year ago, two months. Yep. Essentially. Cause Tristan and I went all in at the end of what was it, Tristan? 2020 or was it 2019 clubhouse? Yeah. Uh, end of 
2020. Yeah. Yeah. End of 2020. It was right before we Christmas, already... so right in between Christmas and New Year's. So funny thing, it was on one of the Lab Code Agents uh, lives that, that I heard about Clubhouse. And I was like, yeah. I got to get in. Um, I think Tristan, you were talking about it. And I was like, I got to get into this clubhouse. I want to see what it's all about. And um, luckily I had a friend that, that had been in clubhouse and, and I, I texted him. I was like, dude, you got it. You got to get me in. And so he sent uh -huh. me an invite and that's how I got that's, in. That, that's when, that's when invites were gold. They were, they were yeah. like that for a while. And then all of a sudden yeah. they became, okay. Yeah. So oh, go good. Ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say funny enough, um, there's like, there were three top producing agents in Bakersfield that I, I had my invites, right? And I sent it to them and I'm like, try this out. You'll be amazed. To this day, none of those three accepted that invite and got on Clubhouse. And I'm like, I, you know, I feel like they they kind of missed the early the early benefits of it. I mean, now it's kind of evolved a little bit and I'm, I'm not on it as much, to be honest. But, um, you know, the, I would say what? January to about April, it was, there was some really good stuff that was happening in clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty yep. impressed. It got diluted fast. So, okay. The reason I asked that, cause you've didn't, been doing this for a short amount of time, which is, which is validating. Where did you go first? Like, or where did you go and where are you now in terms of the social platforms? So, um, I, early on, I kind of wanted to be on Instagram. I just felt that that was kind of, I, 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 I don't know, for some reason, I just gravitated more to Instagram. Um, Facebook's always been cool, but I felt like Facebook was, was super, uh, uh, super saturated in our market. And so mm -hmm. I, I felt like Instagram was pretty wide open. Um, and then, you know, by default, I just kind of transitioned, you know, from Instagram, you know, at the time, TikTok was kind of like, eh, I don't know you know, I, I don't dance, you know, I, I'm not very good at lip syncing. And then, you know, over time, as I got comfortable on Instagram, I just kind of, you know, made the transition over to, to TikTok. And, um, you know, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of business to be had on TikTok as well. It's not just, you know, dancing and lip syncing nowadays. I mean, there's some good information. You get a lot of golf tips there. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's some good channels. So, you know, and there's some uh, great channels, dude. Yeah, yeah yeah so how how have you shifted your social media to be able to gain more business from it over the last few months or over the last year yeah i think um i mean I'll, I'll be honest a lot of it was you know when i first started out had no idea like what content to post what i wanted to do and then um you know, uh, a lot of it was, uh, to be honest, it was, it was social coach. Like you guys had some great topics in there that I might not have used the actual post, but the content that was there gave me inspiration or something else. Well, exactly. don't tell everybody about it. Shit. We only want to keep it to five people, dude. Come on. <laughs> right. Um, and, and one of the things I actually started doing was I would take the captions and throw them into like a, um, like a teleprompter app on the uh -huh. phone and I would record, I would basically just read it off the teleprompter and record the videos that way. Which um, teleprompter app are you using? Give me a sec here. Let me see. We use, we use, I use prompt smart pro. I think Tristan does as well. That's our favorite. Yeah. I, it, I was, it, I was it, using, best, what's that, which one were you using? Teleprompter. Teleprompter. That's what yeah, it's called. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a good name. Shit, it wasn't taken, Jeff. You see, we fucked that up completely. Yeah. Um, so big big view is another popular one, but yeah, uh yeah. I like big view. I still like big view. It's simple. Yeah. I yeah. I, I prompt smart's the best in my opinion. But I'll try that yeah. one. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but well, it cool. was, I basically would take this the, the caption from from social yeah. coach, right? And I would just copy it. I would either add it to a note and then copy it from there and put it in the app, or I would just put it straight in. I would create a new script, put it in the app and just read it. And 90% of the time, people can't tell that I'm reading a script. Never. And so it's, it's just, you know, that using that as a prompt and using that as inspiration is kind of what started getting me dialed in. And then, um, you know, it was kind of like, okay, well, this teleprompter thing started to work. What if I started taking you know, just random realtor.com articles and putting them in scripts. And so like right now, um, you know, drunk on social has been a big thing too, because I've actually gotten a couple of, uh, a couple of agents to participate in the challenges. The monthly challenges are awesome. And that's kind of dropping all these names, bro. Come on. Like social coach drunk on social. It's like I'm we're trying man. to keep it super like secret, bro. Come on. It, it's good stuff. I can't. I mean, if you use it, it's amazing. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I've actually leveraged the Drunk on Social monthly challenges to create more relationships with these uh, with these agents. You know, it's more of a competition. So every day it, it works. Yeah. I'm, I'm communicating with two to three agents like, hey, day 14, check mark. Where you at? How's it going? Do you need help? You know, just basically using it as kind of like a, a sly, a sly marketing tool, you know, mm, uh, mm, you know, mm. the same thing with, uh, what was it right now? I'm currently doing uh, 75 hard and I started it with an agent that I've never worked with before. And 75 then, hard, like actual working out. You never yeah. heard of 75 hard. No, I have. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I thought it was something yeah. you could, we're talking about social media. Oh, yeah. I sorry, think sorry. I think Jeff and I should start 75 soft and just be all there. There media. is there is such a thing, by the way. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, then what can we come up with, Dan? It has to do with social media and we'll throw in the word 75 on there. I mean, instead of two workouts, you can do two videos. Ten stories. Mm. You know, how about 75 medium, like right in the right. middle? 75 social 75 social medium <laughs> right uh, jeff jeff this is good let's let's think maybe, along those lines. maybe i can get andy frisella to be the spokesperson for it there you go yeah but i mean you know the 75 hard has has helped out i mean it's 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 been a pain in the butt but it's helped me like i've realized i have a lot more time than i thought and so between the 75 hard and then the uh, drunk on social March challenge, which is uh, TikTok a day, you know, I'm like scrambling by like eight o'clock. I'm like, okay, I got to get finished. I got to get the last video in because, you know, I cannot fall behind because then it's two days. And then, I, you know, I love, I love how you said that. Cause I say that all the time to people. It's like, if I create a challenge for myself, it's my own personal accountability. And if I do it, I follow through. And I yeah. think people avoid that shit because they don't want to look in the mirror and realize that they failed themselves. But if you really want to succeed and do exactly what, what people like Daniel are doing, which what he's done, it took me a lot longer to do because when I was, when I started doing it, nobody was doing it. So we were unicorns at the time. Now, like success is happening faster for those who put in the work. 
and and you know you're a great example of it but but you know so i want to ask you a couple of questions because i want this to be tactical for people so if, number one what i heard from him is a he found the sources to to create the inspiration right it started with lab coats then it went to to clubhouse then he probably found us that way. He went to drunk on social, which the whole design is, is inspiration. Uh, he's using an app like social coach, which by the way, is a, is an app that provides done for you content. Uh, and, and that kind of stuff exists. But what I love about what you did, Daniel, was you do exactly what I've always told people. It's like, people are like, how do you find creativity? I'm like, I subscribe to blogs, industry blogs. I subscribe to email lists. I subscribe to shit and then I just peruse it. I'll just quickly glance through it. And if something catches my eye, I'll take written stuff, turn it into a script, throw it in a teleprompter. Bam. I've got content that you don't have, but it's not, I'm not like reinventing the wheel here. Right. It's just takes a different mindset. And I love to hear that somebody else is doing that because that's all it takes. So when you say, you have like a, a, a do you have a goal? Like, what is your goal every day? You're getting into our challenges, but what are your personal goals? So that's part of it. But what else are, what is like, what is your cadence? What is something that has to happen every single day on Instagram, for example? So, I mean, to be honest right now, it's, it's, it's kind of big and soon between the challenges and the 75 hard, um, you know, doing that part. But I mean, Honestly, it's, it's before it was, you know, if I can get, if I can get three to four videos a week, you know, reels, um, you know, uh, and then just stories, you know, never having that, that little pink ring, pink, pink ring around my, uh, my profile pic, as long as that's always pink and it's not blank, um, there's always a story in there. And I know that that's, you know, that's kind of my benchmark. It's like that thing always has to be colored. I don't ever want it to be blank because that means, you know, it means I'm you not suck. engaged. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and there's days where I'll post 10, 10 to 12 stories, you know, a, a day. And then there'll be days where it's like, you know, two to three, but there's always something in there. And then, um, you know, what I've realized is, is if you, if you look on my Instagram page, it's mostly videos. Now I don't really do photos. Yeah. The photos are cool, but I mean, people don't, I mean, I feel like now people are going to Instagram to, to watch videos about stuff. It's just like TikTok, you know, what is your content strategy? Because if I'm looking from the outside, looking in, uh, it looks to me like it is primarily mortgage tips. Yeah, that's so in doing this for 19, 20 years now, um, I've pretty much stepped on every grenade you can possibly step on. And so it's like, let me make your life easier. Let me make the mortgage. I don't want the mortgage process to be something that people dread anymore. Um, you know, you, you, when you talk to a lot of people, unfortunately, a lot of their experiences, like I didn't have a good experience, you know, it was great up until the end and then everything fell apart or, you know, I wish my loan officer would have told me that I could do this instead of that. And it would have made my life a lot easier. And so what I'm trying to do is number one, trying to educate you on different terms, because the hardest thing for loan officers is to take ourselves out of the whole, you know, I need a VOE, I need an LOE, a verification of more, you know, assets, all these different terms that if you don't, if you're not in real estate or if you're not in mortgage, you have no idea what that means. It's like if an attorney was talking to you about legal terms 
or a doctor was talking to you about certain procedures, you have no idea because you don't use that every day. And so I'm just trying to tell people, look, this is what a deed of trust means. This is what a balloon payment is, you know, trying to kind of get rid of a lot of, uh, how do you put, well, perfect example, adjustable rate mortgage. Anytime you say arm, people automatically think it's a negative thing, but it, yeah. it, 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 it really is. isn't except for when it was set up in the, in the late, you know, in the 2008s, 2007, 2008s, it was bad. That because... sounds, like a, sounds like a new hook for your new video today. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We, we did an adjustable rate mortgage one and, and explained that, look, like here it is. It's not that bad. Um, you know, it's just in 2008, a lot of loan officers were making a bunch of money increasing those margins. So that's where you saw, you know, a three to four point swing from their intro rate to their, you know, to their adjustable rate was that huge margin. And so, you know, that was never explained to anyone. So people think, hey, there's there's people out there that went from, you know, a 3% all the way up to, you know, an 8%. And no one explained that there's a thing called a margin plus your prime rate, you know, and that's what made up mm. your, your, your adjusted rate. And so when you, when, when you explain that to people and you say, if you keep an eye on what your margin is, you have certain caps in there where you can't jump like that. And I think, I think, you know, it was, it was, it was misused and it was taken advantage of, you know, back in the day. And I think just educating people, that's going to help, you know, have people make smart choices. Yeah. I love that. Now I, I will say this, it goes against what I preach, but at the same token. So we, in fact, we just, we had a, you're a part of our, so we have a, we have now we have a new, social coaching uh, platform where we're doing two calls a month. You're going to be a part of it. You missed today's call, but I think you haven't signed up yet or you're, you're getting signed up. Get your ass in there, Dan. (laughs) Well, it it was good. So we, we actually talked about this and, and so, you know, and it was interesting because the people that the, the, the people that are in the platform now, it kind of ranged in terms of their level of, of, you know, interaction with social media and some very basic to some pretty advanced. And, one of the things we talked about was that the, the initial reaction by or, or, or strategy by a lot of professionals is to go into social and go all business, all in. And not that I say that's wrong because it's clearly not wrong. It's just going to be a harder hill to climb. Now, you've climbed it. You're climbing it. But the one thing, because, because the reality is there's, there's multiple millions of us right? And across this country in the industry. And so if everybody's trying to execute the same strategy, it's going to become insanely diluted. It already is. But the one thing that you can't compete with on social media is authenticity. Like I can't be Daniel's. I can't be Daniel as a father. I can't be Daniel as, as whatever your hobbies are. I can't be Daniel as a husband, as a pet owner, as a traveler. And that's one place that you can create pockets of raving fans and friends while you're sprinkling in the business. Now you're going against that grain, which again, isn't wrong because you're having success with it, but what do you have to say for that? So somebody who's doing it, somebody who, you know me, right. And you know what I preach and you know what I talk about. What is your, what are your comments about going all in just talking about business versus going in and having kind of like, like being a a reality TV show essentially. Yeah. I mean, you, you, Whatever fits, you know, like you said, whatever you feel most authentic with is what you should go with and what you're comfortable with. Um, 
I kind of have a weird sense of humor. So you might see some weird stuff in, in those videos and some of those TikToks, you know, we, we do funny stuff. I don't, I don't mind that. It's just lately I've been more comfortable with the, Hey, let's, let's get you educated, you know, cause I've, I've, mm -hmm. I've heard people saying, well, what about this? What about that? What does this mean? And so I felt like there is a need for some kind of mortgage education in there. But at the same time, there's also other videos in my content that are, you know, just, you know, trending, trending sounds, but with a mortgage twist on them. Um, you know, I, I don't think any way is wrong unless, you know, as long as you're doing it consistently and as long as it's something that feels comfortable to you. That's the biggest thing, because if you're uncomfortable, you're not going to want to do it. Um, you know, and I see that a lot with with, you know, I see. I, I, I see that where people try to be funny and they're just, they don't have that personality and it just comes off forced and you can tell they're uncomfortable and it comes across in the video and you're just like, yeah. it's worthy to see it. And you're just I'm like watching like, Jeff's videos again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I didn't want to say anything, but those TikTok dances, you know, you got to practice them a little bit more. I know you're not talking about my TikTok. I was just picking on Jeff. I'm just waiting for him to do the uh, the the fancy like Applebee's. Oh, dude, I need to get oh, that yeah. dance down. Whatever the hell he does. <laughs> yeah. That, that. I mean, I tell you what. If I was an artist, if I was an artist, I would follow his lead and I would get a dance for every one of my songs. I mean, he's become mega famous as a result, man. Dude, it's so true, man. I think he blew up because of his TikTok dances, yes. right? Yeah. TikTok, yeah. Yeah. Walker Hayes. Yeah, that guy's insane. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, now I literally look for his account just to see if there's new there's new TikTok dances to his to his songs. I mean, they're kind of catchy. I like them. So true, but no, yeah, exactly. The guys, and I tell you what, there's a lot of people that have that have done just that with with TikTok. It's it's pretty awesome, really. Yeah, no, and and that's the crazy part is that it is blowing up a lot of new artists. And I mean, why can't why can't we do that for real estate and and lending as well? You know. Yeah. And and you're right. And it is happening. And you're a perfect example of somebody that it's happening too. And that's, uh, that's, that's the beauty of it. So let me ask you this as, so we can wrap up here. Unless Tristan has some questions, I've kind of stolen the show here. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's just been sitting on the fence saying, just like you, like you, you pre clubhouse, they're sitting on the fence, like, yeah, you know, I'll post here and there. And then I vacated. I can't, I can't think of anything to post. I don't think it'll actually work. What advice would you give to somebody who, who asked you that? You know, it's the same advice that I, I hear all the time. And it's, if you hear the same question more than twice in a week, that's your topic. You know, if someone asks you, Hey, well, what are rates doing? That's a video idea. I mean, there's, there's, there's ideas all over the place. It's just a matter of switching up the thinking and then actually just doing it, you know, get in there and do it. I mean, I think the easiest way to start is on stories. They're gone in 24 hours. So if you look like an absolute idiot on there, no one cares because it's going to be gone in a day, you know, yeah. start that way. Thank God for me. Sometimes right. I screw that one up. That's how I started. I mean, the thing see. is though, you don't look like an idiot and I'm talking to, you don't look like an idiot. I mean, you are being, if I look like an idiot intentionally, cause I know my audience loves that shit. Right. I mean, that's the funny thing. I think people are so afraid of it, but the reality is how do you act at home? Yeah. Uh, however you uh, act at home is how you should point. act on. Don't be, don't be fake. Be real. Good point. Good point. Dude, that's why I loved your, um, when you po posted up what, two days ago, you were feeding the deer yeah. so that yeah. you guys can see that. I'm assuming so winter could be like, Oh, there's deer, right? 
and not uh, shoot. I, mean, I just enjoy them. it myself. I enjoy. That's why I have bird feeders right outside my window. I mean, I like nature. I mean, see, I love that, bro. I didn't know that because then yeah. the same day I had saved in my draft that I bumped deer. into like a herd uh, of deer. Yeah, I was I, like, I "What the that. fuck is this? This is so cool." Yeah, that's why it was cool. Anyway, yeah. up in Bakersfield, we, we would have uh, we would have gone hunting. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, why i don't visit bakersfield dude i'm in missouri i'm in the midwest that's what they do here they, they they drive around with gun gun racks on their cars i'm not a hunter but uh yeah i just enjoy them for the for the scenery man i think it's cool you know? that's cool yeah it's really cool i mean you know uh we have a golf course out here that we go on and i mean it's just it's riddled with canadian geese it's kind of cool to see them you know cool. you try not to hit them because it's they're they're just chilling and it's it's really cool. We have a a, a three legged coyote at the driving range too, which is kind of like crazy. a real one or a fake one. No, he's like he literally is missing like the top part of his paw, and so he just cruises around around three o'clock in the afternoon. He'll go and he looks for golfers, and you know everyone kind of stops hitting balls and they just watch him, and then he takes off. That's but hilarious. Yeah. You if you played That's consistent cool. golf there, you could you could literally build content just around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. See, that's People the thing, you know, that. I haven't, I haven't really started the, the, the golf content thing because, you know, it, it's kind of, it's kind of unbearable to watch right now. Yeah, but but think that's about how it, many, think about how many people can relate to that. That's true. Yep. That's the thing. And that's the whole thing is relatability. It's like imperfection is actually winning on social yeah. because it's relatable, you know, you know, I did a rap video with mortgage lyrics to uh, regulate. Nice, you know, Nate Dog. Dude, that's an old school suit. song. Nate Dog, yeah, yeah. We, we wore Adidas tracksuits, me and another agent. So, you know, it didn't get a whole lot of views, but it was fun. And we still get people that talk to it. They're like, we can't believe you guys did that. And it's like, yeah, well, they're doing anything for nowadays. <laughs> it's the name of the game, man. I love it, Daniel. We appreciate you, man. Uh, looking know. forward to seeing you uh, hopefully in perpetuity on these social calls and just continuing to evolve and, and ramp up the game, man. We love watching it. We love Hopefully we can support it and help it. And um, hopefully you're an inspiration today to, to people listening. I know I'm going to share this with my LOs because I want to light some fires under some asses. So thank you for sharing, man. It works. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank, thank you. Love it, man. Appreciate All it. Right, we'll see Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 